0: Before we start the Unredacted Podcast with Kurt Schlichter, I want to pimp my book. That's right, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It's a sexual journey of discovery. Oh, wait, no, it's it's not any of that. Instead, it's ammunition for you to fire back on those pieces of walking human waste who trash our president. And thereby trash you. The twenty-one biggest lies about Donald Trump and you. It's out from Regnery, conservative book place. You can get it on Amazon or other book locations. It rocks. People like it. They're digging the. They're digging what's happening, guys. Be hip. Be cool. Be now. Be wow. Get yourself twenty-one biggest lies about Donald Trump and you. And if you don't, no one will ever love you. Now hold on for the podcast. Hey everybody, this is the Unredacted Podcast with Kurt Schlichter. That's for town hall VIP members only. I'm pissed off because I've had some technical problems. So this is like the third fucking time that I've had to do this. Did I mention that this is not FCC compliant? So a strong language and hardcore sexuality, offend and annoy you you should probably go listen to some podcast that some sissy little weenie makes. Okay, maybe Jonah Goldberg's got one. He can bring David French on. They can talk about what it'd be like to kiss a girl, not that they know, you know, that kind of shit. But here, 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 this is Kurt's rules. And it's all about the journey, not the destination. Okay, the destination's gonna be in 20 to 30 minutes. I'm just gonna say, well, we're done, and that'll be it. But during that time, during this interregnum, we will share so much. We will exchange uh, feelings, thoughts. It's a Jonathan Livingston Seagull kind of vibe here at Unredacted with Kurt Schlichting. You know what Jonathan Livingston Seagull is? Seagull, not seagull, seagull. It's a bird. I don't really know either, but I was born in the 70s, and it was always on the bookshelves of people in my suburban California neighborhood. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with feelings maybe a seagull I don't really know but it just seems like a kind of thing that has a kind of like the little pop psychology thing and it's probably fucking stupid but we're gonna do it anyway we're gonna bond you me this microphone your headphones or you know whatever speaker is generating this thing that's how it's gonna be that's how we're gonna roll and what are we gonna to do today? What are we gonna talk about? Well, considering I've already talked about it several freaking times, because of the technical difficulties that are making me record this again and again, and I gotta tell you, all the other takes were gold. They were gold, baby. This, this is a steaming, bubbling cesspool of poo. All right? For me though, you know, my my fecal matter is is, is diamonds compared to the stuff other people are putting out every 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 unredacted podcast is a fantastic experience that leaves you shaken and stirred yeah we're gonna laugh but we're also gonna learn so that's how that's how none of this actually happens i'm just saying words now and one of those words is commutation you know i'm doing this at about at 2.45 Pacific time on Sunday the 12th and uh, it's just about 46 hours since the president pardoned Roger Stone and you know what people are talking about on Twitter and the news? Not really Roger Stone. You would think that this would be a giant thing of largeness and controversy, but being 2020, it's kind of a little... You know a little minor eruption. it's not quite Vesuvius, it's certainly not Mount St Helen's. it's more of Eric Swalwelleski and flatulence. No one really cares but I, I that's not true. Liberals are kind of annoyed but they knew they he'd do it and of course they do the same thing. Uh, Mark Rich um Bill Clinton's own brother who is a dope peddling scumbag who was, uh, you know, locked up in the pokey for a while, but now he's pardoned, Uh, and a bunch of fucking terrorists. Now, uh, everybody kind of knew this was going to happen, but I think it was very important for a president to do. Why was it important for Trump to do? Well, there's justice, right? This was a giant witch hunt. You know, they, they drop in with pretty much the fucking SAS to arrest him. You know, it looks like uh, it looks like those uh, special air service guys breaking into the Iranian embassy in 1980, you know, to get Roger freaking Stone, who I think is like 98 years old. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's going down. Yeah, you yeah. know, his little He's going down, man. Top of the world, ma. Yeah. The, yeah, right. Tony Montana. all to my little friend. That's not how any of this worked. And uh, that was bullshit. And then they get a jury that you know has a four-person who's you know a Democratic candidate for office, and that's a little bit biased. And uh, but that's okay, you know, doesn't matter. Rules don't matter to conservatives, right? It, they don't apply to them. There's two standards: one for them, one for us, and they couldn't be more different, right? Like the Brady kids, you know. Greg and uh, Bobby you know night and day right totally different and of course Robert Reed's personal lifestyle and his public image totally different two different things so I, I, I'm showing you uh, I'm distinguishing between things things that are not what they appear uh, the, the justice system of course is like that it is a two-faced Janus one face is Democrats can do whatever the fuck they want and they don't get charged we on the other hand we do get charged and Roger Stone got charged not because it was, he, he committed a crime he got charged because he was a friend of the president and they thought they could hurt the president and then they gave him an unfair trial and an unfair sentence and you know as Gavin Newsom's letting 8,000 criminals out of California jail the vindictive judge in the Stone case is ordering Stone to prison even though, you know, he's old and shouldn't be in there because because we all know COVID's the, a giant thing. We, our kids can't go to school, but we can lock up Roger freaking Stone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. And Trump wasn't going to do that. It was very important he didn't because he had to remind all of us that we do get to win. That by having actual power of the presidency, we are can undo the injustices of the establishment and i you know there's lots of reporting oh everybody in the administration was telling trump no well a i don't think that's quite true b good because he told them to fuck off and they should fuck off all right they should fuck off in a uh a fuck off festival that would shame dirk diggler okay I'm not gonna, I, and I never explain my references I'm not going to do that no of course Trump had to do it Trump had to show that he stands up for us and of course you know Roger Stone stood in for us Roger Stone was a guy who represented the liberals attempting to crush us and is Roger Stone a perfect vessel who's a fucking perfect vessel All right. Maybe the love boat. Love boat was always perfect. Julie was awesome. I mean, she was a a coke huffing whore like, you know, uh, Joe Biden's son with, you know, except she didn't like leave her, you know, crack pipe in the uh, Lido deck. But but you, you get what I'm saying. Okay. Imperfect vessel. That's okay. We're all imperfect vessels. Trump stood up for us. Trump said, fuck you. Oh, did you hear the other thing? People were going, oh my gosh, Trump's going to give amnesty. Did you always hear that? You're always hearing how Trump's like right on the verge of giving people amnesty. And they never freaking does. Could it be because he never really intended to? But they really want to believe he will. Because if Trump gives amnesty, doesn't that completely destroy him? I mean, how many of you guys are going to hang out? Well, you know, he gave amnesty, but... Now, on the upside, he tweets some shit that's pretty funny. No. Now, if the president screwed us over by giving amnesty to DACA people, that would be that would be a problem. Because, you know, and, and they always hope that he's about to give amnesty to DACA people. I mean, they're like super excited about that. Because they know that if he gave amnesty to DACA people. Well, that would pretty much be the end of the whole Trump era, because all of us would be like, yeah, sure, I like his tweeting, but i got to draw the line at giving amnesty to DACA people, much less all the other people. Now, if you got me, I'd be open to getting amnesty to DACA people. Why, why, Mike Kurt, are you getting so-? no, shh, take a chill pill, hear me out. If I got something valuable enough in return, it'd have to be pretty freaking valuable. I'm not talking copper. I'm not talking silver. I'm not talking gold. I'm talking platinum and diamonds, baby. What do I get for it? What are you going to give me? I want something. But DACA people are hard work. Okay. There's lots of hardworking people. Why are we taking them away from their own home countries? These people are wonderful, skilled workers of love. Well, how can we justify withholding them from their own countries? Huh? Talk about uh, reinforcing colonial. I want to I want to decolonialize American immigration. That's what I'm doing. We're decol. Oh, that this is good. Hold on. Let's work this. Let's think about this. I want to decolonialize American immigration policy by no longer taking the best and the brightest from other countries and bringing them here to be exploited and used while depriving their homelands of the excellence and greatness and goodness and stuff that they would generate. Oh, that's, that's freaking great. Oh, I like that. Oh, I've got to make that a thing. I'm going to make that a thing on Twitter. I've already... um, I've already made a couple fun new things on Twitter. For instance, I changed my um, Twitter bio. Right? It now says Blue Lives Matter. And Camo Lives Matter, too. I'm doing that to, you know, screw with the squares. And uh, I think if you put... You know, something like that in there. It's kind of like the conservative equivalent of putting in your uh, putting in your pronouns. And I'm trying to think, because I've said that before, but I think it was like on a different take of this uh, unredacted podcast, where I discussed how putting Blue Lives Matter in your Twitter bio is, you know, like pronouns, like Z or Zer, he or her. So, see, now I'm all wrapped up. I'm all confused. It's all just going crazy talk now so again I told you this is a stream of courteousness I don't have any intention of doing the like normal podcast I have a topic here is my stack of research I have uh, I have burned a whale oil lamp in the library of Congress for several days as I have created a framework for discussion in this podcast that's not that's not how i roll i just think of shit and say it and one of the things i'm thinking of is another thing that happened on twitter i got a fight with billy fucking baldwin yeah billy baldwin and here let me clarify something conservative adam baldwin is not one of these baldwin brothers he may have brothers of his own but it's not it's not like the alec and stephen and billy baldwin and i think there's like another baldwin i think there's like Chet Baldwin. okay uh, i don't know was he, was he in porto movies you know was he in a progressive auto insurance ad i'm unclear uh i just know that billy baldwin is a definitely a lower tier baldwin he's but he's beneath the mean so to speak as far as baldwins go which is saying something uh although Stephen baldwin's apparently a, a pretty good guy you know stand up guy christian guy Kind of conservative, but he just kind of does his own thing. He doesn't really. He do not get in fights with his brother. I'm not going to ask him to go in to fight with his brothers because his brothers are dipshits. Uh, Adam. Or a- Adam. Again, Adam Baldwin is not a Baldwin brother. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Fine actor. Very funny guy. He's just a giant walking human penis. But Billy Baldwin. Doesn't he even have the fine actor to fall back on? At least with Alec Baldwin. You're going, okay, all right. He's a pain in the ass but you know he, he can put in a performance. You know, remember Malice I Am God. You know, he's he, he does he, he 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 he's a capable journeyman thespian. Thespian. And uh, which nowhere near as hot as it sounds. And, and but Billy Baldwin, I think he was like in Sliver. Okay, great. He's seen Sharon Stone naked up close, but kind of haven't we all I mean that's 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 a journey we've all made if you've seen basic instinct you pretty much have the entire spread of sharon stone's talents so to speak all right you know what i'm saying one word pelt so um, by the way there was a picture i will get back to billy baldwin by the way there was a picture of uh sharon stone she's now 62 in uh what is it Uh, the new york post and she looked pretty good for 62 but she's sitting there going well you know a lot of people have told me i i i should try plastic surgery but i just can't and i'm looking at her and i'm going i'm not an expert on plastic surgery nor is whoever did nancy pelosi's botox because uh, you know her face could not be tighter if uh if Keith Moon was banging out a solo on it but uh, Sharon's looking you know, big puffy, she never had puffy cheeks before now she looks like a fucking chipmunk you know, maybe maybe she's just not getting rolls and is storing nuts for the winter I don't know how this is going but I, I think she's had some I think she's had some okay, alright, did you hear the ding ding? that was my phone why was it making a noise because somebody texted me who could be texting me now i have lots of people texting me all the important people text me gadflies men about town tours. i'm getting texts it, it it's like a cat five storm of texts it's the hurricane camille of texts uh, with the same level of destruction but and i want to emphasize the but there's a certain kind of text i don't like to get and i gotta fight with some people about it. And those are the texts from various Republicans. And there are always something along the lines of, You've greatly disappointed Donald Trump by not sending him money. Until midnight, we have a five times match. In anything you donate, donate now to XYZ. And there's like lots of all caps. And it's like, Martha McSally is on the verge of losing her job in Arizona. Send money now to reject Chuck Schumer. You know, and, and, and all this Bulls say we're in trouble matching fifteen times if you just send the money now. Well, well shit, if you're matching fifteen times, why don't you just send the fifteen times? And then my sixteenth time doesn't mean too fucking much, does it, right? Am I is that is that clear? Now look, I know these things get money. People do send money to them. I don't know why. They just piss me off. So I, I got I got annoyed. Because there was some like, you haven't responded to the, you haven't responded to me, Donald J. Trump. And I'm very disappointed. I'm like, motherfucker, And I'm like, uh, so I said to Brad Parscale and, uh, uh, Rona Romney, uh, Mrs. Mitt, whatever her name is. she's not Mrs. Mitt, but she's like a a part of the Romney clan. And I was like, don't talk to me like that. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but don't talk to me like that. I don't like that shit. Don't do it. And, um, a lot of people are very respect. people are pissed. Man, they feel like they're getting taken for a ride by these things. And it's not that we don't think that money's well, I, I think money's important, man. president needs money. Everybody needs money. All Republicans need money. It's good to send send money if you think they're going to spend it. But you've got to not talk to me like I'm a fucking moron, okay? All right. I'm not an imbecile, cretin, moron, or idiot. All right. I I'm not trying to jam round pegs and square holes. I don't lick windows. You won't find me gnawing on my own shoes. I am not dumb. And you're not going to talk to me like that and just get away with it. Brad Parscale like replies, Wes, that's not from us. Okay, you are the president's campaign manager. Here is something that's pissing off people who want to vote for your boss. Therefore, it kind of is your problem, so unfuck it. And all the other colonels on Twitter were like, hell yeah. I mean, we just, I, I got to tell you, there's something about somebody coming to you when you say, hey, there's a problem. Well, that's not my job. Okay. I, I'm the commander and I talk to you about it. So that kind of makes it your job, doesn't it? Dumbass. fucking undo it. Unscrew it. It's, I, you know, there, there's a lot of things I'm concerned about with the election, uh, though, if you're reading my town hall today, it's why I'm optimistic. I'm general optimistic, but I think we need some organizational work. Now, this, this text thing, I actually end up getting contacted by a lot of prominent people um, who are saying, Kurt, chill out. We're going we're gonna to take care of it. Well, for about 24 hours, they took care of it. Then I got this fucking idiotogram you know what's it say you haven't claimed your trump 2020 cooler we have one held for you but only until 11:59 p.m claim yours now at nrc oh that's the uh, national republican senate committee so that's not a trump thing that's that's fucking stupid republican senators and they, they they want my trump cooler want me to get my trump cooler yeah man I need my Trump cooler? Got to have it. And I—I've I, only got to eleven fifty nine. You know, here's the thing: I'm on the West Coast. Is that could, is that like eleven fifty nine East Coast? I, I need to know, right? God, the least you guys can do is 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 is, is put down whether it's Eastern time, man. Because I, look, I don't want to miss my Trump cooler. Now I've got other coolers. I got Yeti, and I got a fucking. Uh, uh, What are they? they? Great, I'm I'm drawing a blank on coolers now. Like a Kenmore or some shit, you know. But I got fuck. I got my Trump cooler. If I don't have my Trump cooler, how am I going to keep my Zima cold? Right. I need my Trump cooler. But fuck. Now I don't know. Do I? Do I just not? Look, I don't want to cut it too close, and like risk not getting my Trump cooler by by blowing. The deadline, if it is in fact eight fifty nine, because I'm on the Pacific Coast, man, this is fuck. Maybe if I write them back, they can clear this shit up for me, you know? Because I, I, mean, I don't want to miss my chance to get cooler. Because I know if, if at nine o'clock, I send them, you know, two hundred bucks or five hundred bucks or whatever, and I'm gonna look at this thing while we're doing this. If I, if I sent it late, they wouldn't take my money. They'd be like, Mister Schlichter, there's, there's a time limit here. We Look, we said 11:59, and admittedly, we didn't specify East Coast or West Coast, but you've blown the time limit. I, I'm afraid we can't take your money, and certainly, you, you certainly have lost the cooler that we've reserved for you. Let me look at the cooler. This is the cheapest, tackiest fucking cooler I ever saw. It's like, chip in $20 or more to claim your special edition Trump 2020 cooler. Okay, this is a little bitch cooler. It... And it's got this tacky little strap on it. It looks like it could maybe fit a six-pack of cans, not bottles. Okay, I got to tell you, that's some shitty cooler action. And it's it's got like the most desultory uh, uh, imprint on it. It just says, Trump 2020, here's some stars. It's red. It's like, are you... This is... Still... By providing your seller mobile phone number, you are consenting to receive calls and texts. Yeah, okay. Prefer to... There's a whole lot of shit in here. I am a U.S. citizen. Oh, you got to... Here's your contribution, Rose. You got to be a U.S. citizen. Made from your own funds. My own personal credit card. I'm 18 years old. I'm not making it on behalf of a corporation, labor organization, national bank, foreign national without a green card, federal contract, or any other federally impermissible source. Okay, well, that clears that up. i'm gonna I'm gonna make it through without getting a trump 2020 cooler from the National Republican Senate committee. I'm gonna try i'm just I'm fascinated by how cheap the thing looks. I mean the strap looks like it's a fucking shoelace and it's you know you put a six pack of diet Dr. Pepper in there and you know it'll probably snap. This is, this is so typical. This is, it's so cheesy. And they've got to stop texting. Just got to stop. Just, anyway. Okay, enough of that. Why am I optimistic about the president? Well, you got to read my town hall article, uh, Monday, July 13th. Uh, a number of reasons. Here, let me give you the Kurt test. This is a Kurt test. I know what the polls say, but we all know the polls would lie because the media lies about fucking everything. And you think they're going to go, well, we'll lie about what he said about Rushmore, but I'm not crossing the line in polling, right? If it's a poll, that shit's gospel. I'm not doing, no way, man. I'm not, I'm not playing with fire like that. I'm going to be honest about polls. His speech, not so much. Russia, nah, Russian bounties on uh Taliban guys no nope. but but fucking polls that's the exception it's, I don't think that's a thing so I think those are lies here's my test and uh, you guys can tell me cuz you guys got my email if you if you've seen it i know several people who did not vote for Trump in 2019 or 16 who are going to vote for Trump in 2020 i knew several okay personally and 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 you know on the twitters and the internet webs and stuff here's why i do not know now i've heard about a couple secondhand from one person this is absolutely true and i'm trying to find the facts out i'm not i'm trying to avoid confirmation bias but i don't know anyone who said yeah i uh, voted for trump in 2016 uh, but you know his tweets are really really mean and joe biden's a compelling figure of sobriety and decisiveness, and not at all senileness, and he doesn't finger bang the helpness, and I, I, I really, I'm, I'm giving up Trump to vote for Biden. I don't see a single person doing that. I'm not. I have not had any of them do that. Have you? I did a poll on Twitter, which is admittedly unscientific. I gave it one hour. Got a little over 3,100 responses. 92% agreed with me. And the remaining 8%, I think, were divided up between I know one or two people. I know three to 10 people. I know over 10 people. And I think it was like 2% over 10. And I'm thinking, where the fuck do you live? I mean, who's who's the guy who goes, you know, you know, you know it's gotten a lot worse because of my life? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know how am I, why are my life's getting a lot worse? Trump. Fucking 3.5 unemployment rate. I guess maybe they blame him for the Chinese coronavirus. Look, statistically there's always going to be some stupid people out there. But I just don't think there's a groundswell going, yeah if we're going to solve all these problems we need the uh, cool steady leadership of Mr. fucking Magoo. I don't think we should have anybody in the Oval Office with a finger hovering over the button who can't be relied upon to remember to close his robe. Joe Biden's a fucking wreck. All right. Anyway, that is my town hall VIP unredacted podcast for this week. I think we've all learned. I think we've all grown. We shared so much. I feel very, very close to you. Very close. We're family. check me out next week and read all my stuff and go get my book 21 biggest lies about Donald Trump and you need to get the book order the freaking book